Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. We're your hosts. You can find us on Twitter at JohnWright777 and ChrisWright250. So, this week. This week. Lots of stuff This happened. is the penultimate episode of this season. Uh, wouldn't next week be the penultimate no, episode? No, next of the week season? it would be the final episode. The penultimate is, is the one right is, before the final. Really? The one before the is last. That what, is yes. that what the definition of penultimate is? Yes, it is. Man, my microphone is like. I thought all I thought weird. that the definition of a penultimate was like the the peak. No, it's the one before the end. Hmm. Look it up. Interesting. Oh yeah. All right, so this week we had lots of crazy things that happened, um, as you would expect. Uh, there was a Q&A with uh, Stephen Amell earlier. I actually tweeted out the, uh, the, the link to both of them. It was a part one and part two. And, uh, and on he, Facebook. He, yes, on Facebook. And he kept reiterating that, guys, this is not the finale episode. Right. And, and just, I guess, because of the way it ended, where it's like, if this was the finale episode, everyone would be so He's mad. trying to prepare everyone or something? I don't know. It was just, it was just really like, he was just like, it's not the finale episode guys you know just just keep that in mind whenever you know whenever you're watching so hmm. yeah you know i don't know i, I, I didn't know quite how to take it either but uh lots of epic things happened it did move a lot sl- i mean you know a lot happened but like it also moved a lot slower I, and basically we talked about this last week where yeah you know uh last week this week and the finale are all kind of just one big yeah. story and right. so they kind of like, happened back to back to back you back know? to back to back and you know like and they both lead they all lead each other and because of that it did feel slower like Oliver just stood in the clock tower for most of the well, for most of the second half, yeah. yeah. Um, and just a lot of things, but there was a lot of things that ha- happened, and I, that you know, literally at the end of the last episode, we had everyone at risk, every right. every major character, um, except for Sarah because Sarah was who knows where. I guess yeah. guess we'll find out next episode where she like was. I don't know. Maybe. Like, well, okay. So I think. Um, in the trailer for next week, okay. it looks like we saw Nissa Al Ghul, mm. and my theory was that Sarah went to went to there, yeah, to see her for some reason. Like gotcha. she, she said, I need to go see an old friend, and what other old friend besides either Slade or Nissa? And or she didn't Ra. go. She didn't go see Slade. No, um, there was Nissa. I mean, unless it was the Russian, but I mean, I almost feel like the Russian. There's something to happen to uh, to him, you know, that sort of thing. So. Yeah, I don't necessarily see him going past this season. Yeah, and they weren't really buddy-buddy on the island that much anyway. Right. So he was more of a, a pal of Oliver, which was really nice to see how he got in with the Russian uh, mob, like how he got those tattoos and stuff. It was nice to see right. him uh, him in that that way. So the, uh, the thing about the flashbacks right now mm-hmm. that I don't like is the fact we already know where this is going. Yeah, and also... The question, well, I guess we kind of always knew, but we, there was always that question in your mind, hey, what exactly happened? But as we approach that five-year mark where where he comes off the island and goes back to the city, we're going to see more and, like, it's going to be less and less of a surprise, well, I think. And I don't think the show needs the flashbacks even to no. keep us going or keep us interested. Early on, it very much did. Yeah. Uh, it used the island to get our interest and to capture our attention, but now... Do we really need them? Well, anymore, like, you're, you're right. In the first season, we were um, using the flashbacks to show this is how he learned this or his. And it's cool to see things like yeah. the Russian stuff. Like, yeah. okay. That was cool. That was awesome. Yeah. But in that, that, was a good and that lended to the story, not necessarily this story that they're telling. Right. I, um, I guess my thing is we know at some point he has the chance to cure. Slade and yeah. doesn't. Yeah. But then decides to try to sh- kill him and shoot him through the eye. Yeah. And. 
it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, so. And, and I guess it's less about this episode, less of a complaint about this episode's island sequences and more like we could have fit the last, I mean, you could truncate all of the island stuff down into, you know, a couple of minutes or a couple mm-hmm. of whatever and still have these emotional moments uh, from from the island stuff. Yeah. So why not do that, I guess, was my question. Right. So. Honestly, right now it feels like much like commercial breaks a lot of times make a show um, like you, you lose that momentum. Yes. Um, it, it feels like this is a, just another another momentum breaker, and right. like I don't want to see this. Right. I, I honestly just want to keep going with the exciting stuff that's happening in Starlight exactly. City. Exactly. And and while the first season, the exciting stuff uh, in quite a few episodes was on the island, this season, eh, it's yeah. just kind of like you you like what's going on in the city far more. Um. All right. So we had a lot of things that went on. Malcolm. Yep. Malcolm's back. What in the world? That happened pretty early on. That um, was a crazy sequence, too, because it's like immediately I was like, why are you running away from him? And you were like, no, I understand where Thea is coming from. Oh, the fact that she's running away from this mass murderer terrorist? Yeah, but he just saved her life, you know, and it's like if she's Osama his bin Laden daughter. shows up and saves my life, I'm still running away from him. No, that's true. Or trying to punch him in the face. That's true. But, I mean, it's like he he is – she is his daughter, and he was trying to save her life. So it's like in this city that's full of like these – Super villains, you know. I guess my thing was, why not partner up? Because you know, you you have to think about this. You know, just it's almost like institutionalized, um, uh, an institutionalized bad guy in her mind. You know, it's like ever. You know, ever since for this whole year, he has been this. That's true. This uh, um, person to be feared. That's true. Like she didn't know he was alive. Wait. Until this point, she didn't know he was alive nope. because Moira. Nope, she didn't tell him. So, like, she's probably processing <laughs> processing that information as well. Well, we also now, like, after at the end of the episode, we don't even know if she, if he's alive now. So, like, that's crazy. Right. Like, she, she, may, fired, she may have just killed him all over he, again. She she made a double tapped him. But that you being know? said, I told like her reactions <laughs> were like some of the most natural reactions you're going to have yeah. in that situation. That's you true. Know? That's true. You're you're very correct so, there. But, I don't think he's gonna stay dead. Do you? No, I mean we can't. Couldn't kill him by dropping a building on him. So like you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and he still didn't explain. Didn't she ask why? How are you alive? Well, he explained it to Moira back in the day where he was like, you know, because like he was like, Whoa. what did he say? I think he bribed the coroner, and he has he knows people that doesn't explain who can, who can stop his heart rate for a long time. Okay, I, that's fine. the way. That, you whatever. Know, I mean, if he was associated with uh, with Al Ghul or whatever, who knows? Uh, a Lazarus true. pit may be involved. Maybe you never. Maybe know. yes, that, that's true. Although no, he wouldn't have gone to him. No, but they maybe could have he, sh- shipped his body. Yeah, maybe possibly. Know. Dude, who okay. knows? Who but knows? That's still you, be explained. Do you want him to die? No, dude. Okay, so I did. Like, I was like very skeptical about him being the bad guy. Like last season, you mean coming back? Like coming back and being another bad guy that we're gonna have to deal with. Like. It just seemed really like stepping back to me. That's sort of, but the yeah. scene where he's fighting the Deathstroke minion, yeah, um, really kind of that solidified in my mind yeah. that he is someone that's really to be feared because he really thinks he genuinely still thinks that he did the right thing mm-hmm. a year ago. Whenever he you know explained it to Thea, he said, "Whenever you hear my explanation, you'll understand." And it's like, no, I don't think anyone's ever ever gonna understand correct um but then then whenever the uh the deathstroke guy comes up and he says you're out of arrows and he says but you're not and he takes the arrow out of that guy's back and then just you know oh man that was awesome. him in the back of the neck it's like yeah i could i could see malcolm being kind of a cool villain cool character so i read an 
read an interview that um, IGN did with uh, the actor who plays Malcolm Merlin. Okay. And, you know, they asked him several like, questions that had to do with, like, the future, his future. with, And uh, for, he didn't come right out and say this. Um, but the gist that I got from that interview was that he's going to try to bring um, Thea over to the dark side, if you will. Ooh. He's going to play the the uh, Darth Vader to Thea's Luke and try to bring her over to his side. I could see that. And I say, see that. you, I think, you know, say the same kind of things you're saying. Yeah. You know, you'll understand why you'll I'm understand. doing this once I explain it to but you. But it's like, I, like you said, he's been a bad guy in her mind so much that it would take a lot or it would take a lot of explaining to let that happen. I did like, you know, my, my thought was that whenever Thea finally can like gets to confront him, maybe this will help her out whenever she finds out that her brother is the arrow or whatever right. that it's like, maybe this will shock her back into reality and help her deal with some of the, the crap she's been through this season. Cause she's been through a lot. So this is, can I, do we have time for a theory about the, yeah, of course. Okay. Do we have time? We have nothing but time. So this whole, <laughs> this, <laughs> this whole season, she's been like just acting out and pushing everybody away. Much and, like Roy, who she spends a lot of time with. That's true. Yeah being just a moody little and then hood wearing guy yeah yeah um and here comes along malcolm merlin and he's just gonna force his way into her life which is what her family should have been doing like what bully his way in yes bully mm-hmm. his way in and because he does that she's going to feel endeared to her, to him she's gonna trust him she's going to uh, yeah. start sympathizing with him because he's the one who's broken through her huge shell she's put up. Okay. Yeah. Which is what, like, I mean, which is what Moira should have been doing, Moira, which is what Oliver should have been doing the, the whole time. They've both been just kind of like, well, whatever you want to do. Like, if you don't want it, you know, like I'm yeah. not going to, I'm not going to overstep my bounds. Yeah. The one who's going to overstep his bounds is going to be Malcolm Merlin. And I think, you know, next season we could see Thea, teaming up with him in a weird spot. Like, that would be weird. That'd be awkward. But I don't necessarily think that'd be a bad storyline to explore. I've always explore. kind of thought that she would be she would be really kind of a cool villain or some of some sort, or some sort of a main player yeah. in the action. So, I'd rather see her know. on Team Arrow. Well, but, you'd rather see everybody. Everybody would rather see every fun character on Team Arrow, but that's just not, that's not life, you know? No. But... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, with I her. love. I also love the throwaway Star Labs guy this time, who got a fairly big like role. I thought that that was that same guy. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. All I know is that like the dude from Star wasn't he dead there? Whenever they got there, they oh, we just heard it. Well, we, we, it was implied. And they I ripped guess. off. They ripped off the the thing from his wrist or whatever. But it's I mean, like, just, he screamed, but the heat, we didn't see like any bolt. Maybe they just knocked him out and then they just left him on the pavement and, yeah. you know, called Although, an ambulance. Uh, yeah, or I guess Oliver and everybody, they would they have just, taken him with them. Yeah, I guess. I they wouldn't have just left him there. I don't know. I just feel like he had such like, such a big role. Like he had like three or four or five different, like, I mean, maybe that's why I thought lines, it was that same guy. Lines. And it's like to have such a big role just to, to like lay there and then, you know, get annihilated is like, should I, I look know. it up? I, maybe I don't know. Okay. Nah, no. I, you don't have to. It's not that big a deal. Because if we see him on the Flash, because this was my other thought was, hey, we're gonna see another character who's on the Flash. Yeah. Um. And so because he's from Star Labs. Oh, another another character that could show up on that show. But I it's thought like, whenever they gave the line like, um, they have the cure and it's in transit. <laughs> it meant Barry was on his way. Like, yeah, he's running just real running. Fast. Just, I mean, if it was in transit, and at that point, a second later, he probably would have showed up. Just, right. Hey guys. 
Here's the cure. <laughs> like Jimmy John's. <laughs> I just saved up. <laughs> yeah, like Jimmy John's. <laughs> I just saved your saved your puny little city. It's cure so fast you'll freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So at the very beginning, I did want to do a throw out to, to Laurel here. A cool scene with her. Which one? Whenever she was firing the arrow at the yeah, very that was, beginning, that was, that was cool. I love the way that they played that. I love the 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 way that like she trembled a little bit as she pulled back on the bow, where it's just like ah, you know, I'm about to fire an explosive at this wall, and it's yeah. hard to pull this. There's that was a great scene. That yeah. was a, just a well played, well done scene from every perspective. I agree with that. I don't like the fact that she was there in the first place. I agree with you there. Um, and I do think there was a couple of times this episode where we, you were just like, ah, come on, Laurel. Why are you here? You know, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, I think she was just there because she's like a main character and she they needed to per- put her in that situation in, in, in jeopardy. You know, so she's not home at her apartment, you know, See, like drinking. The, I, I guess this is this is my um, what I hope they do like the better next season is. Yeah. You think about something like um, – Superman and Lois Lane. Yeah. It always makes sense for Lois Lane to be in these situations because she's a reporter. She's a reporter. So she's going to try to get the story and be in these dangerous places. Okay. Laurel has literally no reason to be in any of these places other than she's – you know, following Oliver. Well, and even even as the assistant DA, that she doesn't really have. I mean, she. That's what I mean. I mean, they don't even have like as that an assistant big of an, DA. Yeah, you, you don't really you don't, you don't go run out and you know investigate with the police or whatever. Or if you do, it's after the crime has already been committed. Right. I mean, it's like you don't you don't find yourself in those you know in the moment actions. So right. yeah, yeah, exactly. So but I, I do I, I do like the idea. Her character is like, there's been so many times where we've come back and been like, man, why was she even in this episode Mm -hmm. earlier this season? For them to actually put some effort into her character, which I feel like is probably the most mishandled character on the show. Yeah. For them to put a little bit of effort into it and actually have like something that was solid and good uh, with her this episode. It's like, okay. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you guys a little bit of credit. You know, uh, like so far, the thing that has worked best for her is what she's doing now as yeah. a supporting role for Oliver. Like yeah. she su- is supporting Oliver and whatever he's doing and, yeah. and being a backbone, you know, for him instead of you know whiny you know person who brings him down. Yeah, or just or just lost in a bottle somewhere, right. For episodes at a time. But her whole identity moving forward can't be just supporting Oliver. You know, right. like Felicity supports Oliver, but that's not her identity. Right. Diggle supports Oliver, that's not his identity. Right. Um. Right now. That's all Laurel does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Felicity and uh, and Diggle. I mean, right. Felicity and, and Oliver had a great scene this time. Yeah. They're at the end uh, where he's like all in this funk and depression where he used the line, I have failed this city. Yeah, that was awesome. That was so amazing. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a great moment. Um, and then whenever she kind of brings him back from the brink and says, you know, you can save this city, you will save this city yeah, and you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And so like that moment was a great moment between friends and between, you know, team members, uh, uh, just to, you know, put in cement what this means to her and what this means to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. It was awesome. Um, Diggle, as far as Diggle goes, um, he didn't have much to do. No, he really didn't. He uh, there was an awkward moment where, uh, <laughs> where he was carrying Felicity. Where he was carrying Felicity, and it was like or he, dragging Felicity. Yeah, it was like he couldn't couldn't like quite get a handle on her. So Oliver with his broken leg. <laughs> yeah. So Oliver with the uh, busted up knee, 
you know, picks goes, her up. Hey, Diggle, I'll take that off your hands. <laughs> what was this? It's ridiculous. But yeah, he can all. But yet he can go get Roy by himself and bring him back. Right. But then, but then on the other hand, um, we have Diggle who like grabbed the arrow, like the bow. After that, I liked seeing Diggle with the bow. Uh, whenever he took Felicity, Diggle took the bow. Oh. And it was just, I was just like, this is a cool thing. I want to see more of Diggle with a bow. Or just something besides a handgun. A yeah, giant, or, a giant yeah. Star Labs developed gun. <laughs> I want to see a Diggle gun. Do you, okay, I, dude, it would be awesome if he got some like like a, a utility belt of some sort. Like if he, yeah. you know, whatever. Or or I want to see him in some kind of armor. He can still keep the suit and tie look. Oh yeah, but just suit and tie armor. Yeah, where it's or, or like suit and tie over some armor. So like as people <laughs> as people you know grenades bounce off it of his suit and tie, yeah, just rips, you know? like just big holes in the, just, everything. And there's just armor underneath. That'd be that'd know? be awesome, dude. It would be so cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, that's you guys, Arrow Riders, get on it. Get on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lance, uh, Detective Lance, was amazing at the beginning of this episode. Um, it was really nice to see him and him go up against one of these uh, these minions of of uh, Deathstroke. It was really yeah. cool to see his uh, the grenades. It was the yeah, three the, grenades. The grenades, yeah, just like, kind of dropped down. It was ingenious. It was. Um, it was good. That was well played. Um, and I also liked seen more of like the destruction of the city. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, last oh, week gosh. it just felt like all these guys are just walking around <laughs> this time. It actually felt like there's yeah. a lot of people, you know, well, there was the iconic shot, you know, wherever we pull back to the, uh, pull back on the city shots. A lot of times there's the, is they use kind of the same, like same angle, that sort of thing. And this time we saw the same angle, but it had this like destruction and yeah. fire and it, I don't know. Smoke. I, I don't know why, but it had this effect on me where I just kind of like, I was, my mouth kind of was, was just like was dropped cool open. Shot. I was like, Oh, because it's like you, you're you're used to seeing this nice, clean, pristine city, yeah. but you see the same city from the same angle just destroyed, and you kind of yeah. get that same reaction that yeah. that the people that live there and that that Oliver has yeah. too. So, um, there is one thing that I wanted to throw out there uh, with Detective Lance and Sarah. Um, there was a cool moment where she, she it's revealed, you know, she I guess I guess we haven't heard her name yet the canary I guess we had never really like officially in the universe called her that right well it's been on like all these interviews with her and then like and i think it was the ti- wasn't it the title of an episode it was the title of an episode it's on imdb and so yeah. like we knew it but then like once they said it it was like oh yeah yeah i, I guess think we they've actually said that yeah and, but what was crazy was for a second i thought she was saying her name was talia yeah and i was like what yeah that would be crazy. Yeah, well, I think on the Nissa Al Ghul, um, the Nissa Al Ghul episode where Nissa was on on there before, she called her by her uh, assassin name, and it sounded like Talia as well. If I remember, so like, it's probably that same thing. Is the same name. So like, I, I we just brought that back, and and she officially got her name, and and in fact, is a hero now in the city. I think that this solidifies her as a like legitimate hero in the city as opposed to just that girl who helps yeah. uh, the era. I mean what it did was it not it more importantly solidified her as a hero uh in her own mind. To herself. To yes. her and to herself because before Agreed. she's been really down on the fact that I'm a bad person. I'm yeah. not like you, Oliver. And yeah. you, yes you are like me. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth. Um but not only does you know the city see her as a hero, but she sees her and I think and hopefully moving forward um, into next season, the city, police force, anybody who's in the upper echelons, which I guess is all dead, so it's all new people. <laughs> but anybody who you know is in the 
the power structure within the city will yes. see them both as heroes. Yes, and stop stop going after them or stop. Cha- I mean, but I, honestly, that that adds a little bit of conflict, that sort of thing too. So that's really nice in the story. Sometimes, um, sometimes I mean, you know, like, but it does get overplayed a little bit. It gets after a, a point. it gets overplayed. Um, you know, and, and we always compare the show to Batman, right? Um, and uh, but it, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I I see where you're going. You're saying that it's always nice whenever they reach that point where they stop chasing him and they start like trusting right. him and and working they, with. They don't necessarily Necessarily, hey, we're going to condone your behavior. We're just not going to do anything. Yeah, about we're just it. We're, there's an open file on you, and we're not going to. You know, but you remember, we're not you know, like it. one of my favorite things about the Dark Knight uh, was the depiction of the police force as using the symbol of Batman. Yeah, like they would dress up like Batman when they're going to get criminals because that empowered them and gave them more courage and struck fear in the heart of the criminals. Like yeah. it would be, it would be cool to see that kind of a thing. You know, like. Please, please force wearing hoods and stuff like that, you know, like <laughs> that would a SWAT team with a bunch of hoods. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would limit your peripheral vision though. It would somehow Oliver does. Maybe it's transparent from the inside. Maybe special or, material. Or, or maybe it's, it's he's got like mirrors because he's an archer. He's just focused on that target all the time. That's like, true. So it's just go, go, yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. Got to yeah. stay on target, man. Oh, you got to. Yep. Stay got on target podcast.com. Yeah, plug number one. Um, there was a cool moment between Detective Lance and Sarah where she rescued the girl from the fire. And as she comes out the door, Detective Lance sees her. And I think that was the very first time that he's really seen her in like major amounts of like action where he, you know, it was almost a, uh, a recognizing that, hey, my child has grown up and is, you know, it, there was almost this That's, recognition on his face of like, oh my gosh. He's seen her fight before, but the, yeah. like, that was the first time he's seen her in a heroic action. And honestly, right. that he's what sold that scene. Yes. You know, like Agreed. his reaction sold that scene. Laurel's not so no, much. No, not so much. But he sold that scene. Yeah. And, uh, and so that was really cool to see that just kind of he – some admiration for her. He's already al- yeah. always admired her, uh, you know, fighting ability and her ability to survive. And it's true. I, like whenever, you know, Laurel says, hey, I'm with Sarah, he immediately like, oh, she's he's fine. Like, oh, yeah, you're good. Yeah. So, but like, it was cool to see her, him respect her like this. Yes. And it was nice to see somebody like her do a heroic action that has like empathy for somebody who isn't like a major player or whatever. Cause it's like a lot of times Oliver is dealing oh. with these like big level bad guys or whatever, but we haven't really seen him rescue somebody on the street, you know, that, really? you know, not really. We haven't seen him like, you know, saving Get a, a cat out of a tree. Yeah. I mean, this is like, this is like the, uh, a little bit higher than cat out of a tree level. This is yeah. rescue a baby from a fire. You know, right. it's like, this is iconic comic book stuff <laughs> and it's really cool. You yeah. know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's this, you know, it's a, a really empathetic, uh, hero. We haven't talked about blood yet. Oh gosh. Okay. So first question. So much happened this time, Chris. Yeah, I know. I know. First question. Are <laughs> yes. you disappointed that Oliver didn't kill him? No. I am. You are? Well, like, yes, because, mm. they, I don't know, like, there's this, I mean, it's been a showdown that they've, I've been waiting for all season. I've been wanting him to, you know, like, get fed up with, uh, with blood and his crap. And, and just put an arrow in his eye. And just put an arrow in his eye and say, you failed the city. <laughs> okay, I can see that that would have been awesome. But I also, I, I see that blood is a character where like and Oliver just he let him off the hook because blood helped him you know but it's but blood is a character that was always going to be destroyed by his own ambition I don't think like I think he let him off the hook because he wasn't the pressing issue at the time hmm. and 
like because basically he said, "You really think that you're going to be mayor after this?" Yeah. And um, Blood said, "Well, if you tell them, I'll tell them your identity." And he says, "You do what you have to." So basically, right. Oliver's not going to let him be be mayor after this, right? Like that. And he said that. And you he know? said that he's you know. Um, and I think that 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 Blood's play there was interesting because he tried to jump horses in the middle of like a race where he where he just said, "Hey, this isn't going to work out for me with." With Slade, obviously, right, and so he just immediately puts all of his chips on Oliver. Yeah, uh, you know. So I mean, I'm okay. I'm still okay with this. I don't think it's oh yeah, it's by any means a bad plot, no, no. plot story. And I, I, I do like the fact that you know but you blood, just wanted to see you just wanted to see Oliver you know <laughs> annihilated. Yes, exactly. I wanted the, the satisfaction. Yeah. Um, which may, hopefully we'll get that with Slade next honestly, week. If we don't, I'm gonna be no, mad, dude. Shh. Uh, honestly, I do love the idea of having uh, Rochef kill him because we've had Rochef at a desk for like most of the season. Yeah, here. and I love her as this character, like just yeah. her getting hit by a car, and like she's a freaking Terminator again, man. Oh, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> um, it's crazy. And I honestly kind of hope like Slade dies, but I hope they don't. She kill sticks her. around. Yes, that's that, I really. And she's I, a villain for future. Episodes. We we have all of this development to do with her. Still, we still don't know most. Have they of, named like, her most of her past? Uh, besides besides her normal name is. Bell Rocha? No, I don't think so. Um, well, because she's basically just a soldier yeah, of Slades right now. At yeah. this point, maybe she becomes the next Deathstroke. Ooh, that would be cool. Female Deathstroke. Yeah. I like that. That um, would be awesome. But like, I do like the idea of Blood getting basically destroyed by his own trust and desire and ambition in you know yes Slade yes and you know he basically has destroyed himself because oh yeah he initiated all this and and I think they he tried to become he tried to um have a redeeming moment there at the end whenever he right. gives them the cure like hey i'm gonna say, and that's what he's always wanted like he's the guy that goes and sets the fire oh yeah dude and then you know well it's also it's also really funny that that whenever whenever slade was like gonna kill all these people but it but it was just random people random faceless people right. he was like i'm okay with you killing thousands of people and, but then, like immediately, whenever it affects him in some way, he just he gets, has a crisis, a conscience crisis. It's like what? What did you think was gonna happen, yeah, dude? He's the, he's the bully. Like, yeah. you know, he goes and shoves you until you punch him in the face, and he just goes home and cries. Yeah, but it's like what? What did you think was gonna happen in this instance? Yeah. You know, I mean, I well, don't know. and Oliver told him that, and I like the fact that they had that conversation oh, yeah. before all this happened. And Oliver oh, yeah. said, "Do you really think that Slade yeah. is going to let you do whatever you want?" Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and it's nice to see uh, that whole thing pay off in uh, in in such a way as to you know still kill off blood, get him out of the way. Like he would have been just a loose end if they hadn't killed him, right? Um, but then and also to to you know just give give Isabel a little bit more like of a threat level because the fight with Diggle at the beginning where Felicity hits her with the car, it's like while that was you know while that was threatening it didn't really show the the lethality or i don't even think that's a word but the like lethality. The, the lethalness of her lethalness. i don't even know what am i talking about how lethal she she actually is um finally get the grammar right what do you think blood's actual plan was like he you know kept referring to this is not this is not what i planned or this is not what you promised me or you not i think that he was gonna have he said, some he said something about calling them off yes but so like at some point 
Do they just go away? Either at some point they were just going to go away or he would solve the problem somehow. Like they would just kill all of them and then he would solve the problem and in, initiate all of these radical things that, that he wanted in the city, uh, which was I, what I think was going to happen when, if Oliver, like if he'd survived, he was going to try to say, well, I called in the arrow and gave him the, the cure. So you guys should, you know, follow everything I say because I'm you know, obviously smarter than everyone in this city. So I think that was the plan was that he was going to, he was going to, you know, they were going to kill off all these guys at some point, but it was going to be his idea or the, something that he I guess did. My that, question that is, you know, city. like, you know, in that situation, what did he think that Slade's motivations were? You know, like why would Slade to go kill through all Oliver? this problem? Cause I think that he said that he, whenever he said, you know, uh, I think the plan is just that he thought that it was just to get revenge on Oliver. So to kill him or yeah. to kill the one person that he, cares yeah. about most which who do you think that is that was a nice exchange and we'll find out next episode probably but it, they uh he said you know uh, well he, it could either be like this is who the show could make it be yeah they could either make it be sarah or laurel mm-hmm. or thea mm-hmm. or perhaps felicity i think felicity's low on the She's list. lowest on the list i think so it's one of those three yeah i would hope that if he's gonna try to kill it's gonna be thea like that, that one makes the most sense. That does make the most sense. And that does make the most sense as far as like keeping Malcolm in the mix and, uh, and, and, you know, the head to headness. This could be a three way kind of a, a battle. Except for the fact that he's shot now. And maybe that's how, like, maybe Slade gets a hold of Thea because she's shot Malcolm Merlin. I don't know. And she leaves him to die. Yeah. And, you know, but I just, uh, if, if she hadn't shot true. him, I just didn't see, I don't see Slade getting his hands on Thea with Malcolm still in the picture. That's true. That's true. Um, I also think that it could be Sarah, or I would hope that it would be Sarah over Laurel. But maybe it would be Laurel just because... The show likes Laurel. The show likes Laurel. And it could also, like... it. it I mean, I realize we've already had one death, but I just wonder if we're going to have another. I wonder if we're going to have another, another character death on the show. No idea. Last year, we had one. Yeah, right? we had one. It was one. Tommy. Right, but we had and we had we had Moira this last time, but that was a couple episodes ago. Are could we possibly have another death before the Who end? Who do you think it would be? If you had, if you could kill off one more character, who would you kill? Gosh, that's a hard one because Roy is kind of right there because it's like if he if he could re, you know sacrifice himself because mm-hmm. he's kind of gone insane at this point. He could sacrifice he's himself cured, for Thea, and that would be a really cool emotional path mm-hmm. um that would be they could redeem awesome. laurel that way the same you know in the same way but i think they've already put in so much work to redeem her uh i think that would be a little bit of a wasted uh wasted Although, emotional like, moment i actually like something that you know i i would like to see that honestly because um the queen family has lost so much yeah and it's interesting to see how they deal with that it'd be cool to see how um, now, Detective Lance again. Detective Lance and Sarah deal with the loss of Laurel. That could also Especially, polarize uh, Detective Lance and and the Arrow because if Lance blames the Arrow for something like that, I think he's over that kind of stuff. You know, like you think? he he knows that this stuff's dangerous. He knows that you know, like this yeah. is not Oliver's fault. You know, like that's true. He and plus we are we dealt with those kind of emotions. You know, whenever he blamed Oliver for Sarah's death in the first season, I don't yeah. see us going down that road again. Yeah. Um, but I, I honestly do. I think that the one that makes the most sense probably is killing Roy, 
to to save Thea or something like that. You know, like yeah. say Slade gets his hands on Thea, Roy sacrifices himself for her. Yeah, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll just see where this goes. I yeah, like I it. mean, I, that's if they do have another like uh, if they they have another character that dies. I mean, it's like they may not. Right. Um, and they've been building up these characters, you know, that have longevity to them um, so that they, you know, you, you are shocked whenever they, you know, so honestly, either one of those would probably shock me. But it's like they might because last, you know, I'm just judging yeah. from last season finale, they had a, uh, a death. Yeah. And so maybe they will this time. I too. mean, you know, I guess, you know, Tommy's death didn't necessarily surprise me last year but moira's did oh my like, gosh that was completely sure. out of nowhere yeah but oh and maybe well we also thought last year <laughs> here's the other thing that it's like they, they kind of set up last year to where somebody was gonna die but we didn't know who right and they said that, you know laurel was one of those characters that we that they said might die or like they set up to be in that situation where right. she was you know she was right there too and so it's like man I, you know for for I guess I, I almost wish, I hope they don't kill her because it's like for them to keep her around for the lackluster season she's had, mm-hmm. it's like that would kind of suck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and maybe they're doing this because just our expectations are going there and saying, right. you know, somebody's going to die and maybe they'll do what another popular show did this year. Um, and no one dies, you know, like. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder which show you're talking. I know which show you're talking about. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty well, sure I can. Hopefully, guess. they're all oblivious. Don't yeah, guess. Oh, I'm not no, gonna no, guess. I'm not trying to spoil anything. I'm not guess. Um, all right. So the one thing I did want to mention about blood as well. We explained something that you brought up last week, and then we can talk about uh, the Argus side of things. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we had uh, him on the phone at one point, and it was just like him going. Oh no no you don't need to come here this is a uh, city issue oh, yeah <laughs> don't send the military we don't need it who do you think he was talking to I don't know oh, he probably the, he that, said the governor yeah he was talking yeah. to the governor he, and he said something about the national national guard, guard yeah. yeah and that's who they thought this or that's who the vast populace thinks that this is that just showed right. up but like that but one line not. how long did that take to deliver oh, um, dude. Maybe three seconds. Yeah, and it should have happened last episode. And it made the fact that the army's not showing up uh, make sense. And I, oh, lo- yeah. but and that's the thing. That's why whenever I see, I watch a movie or watch you know a show that doesn't do that. I know, right? It sound it just makes them seem so cheap. It's yes. like it took three seconds to very easily and plausibly yeah. explain away this. And there was another thing in this episode that did something similar. Whenever you see on any like piece of media a car wreck where the heroes get in this big car wreck, the car flips and they're like, you know, and then they immediately break the window, get out, and start fighting. It's like, you know that that's not what happened. You know they're in there for a second going, what in the... Is everybody okay? Yeah. You know, and we showed that. And that took all of three seconds to show where it's right. like, is she is she breathing? And he's like, yeah, she's breathing. All right, let's go. And then so then they left. It's like that takes all of like three seconds to do. And no, you know, it's, it's usually just like the car wrecks. And then, you know, before anything else happens, they bust out the windows. And it's like, well, that's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's like that's so expected. And it's like so unrealistic mm-hmm. to what would actually happen in that instance. Yeah. Plus, was she not wearing a seatbelt? Apparently not. She wasn't following the law. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, I like stuff like that. Like, we're okay, we're just covering our bases and, and we're, you know, we are crossing our I's and dotting our T's with this show. For sure. And that's what makes this show better than, you know, like <laughs> other shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's stuff like that. It's those, those small little details and that, that, that really go a long way to build authenticity with, with this yeah. universe and make it feel real. Yeah. Another, you know, like, again, I, I forgot that Blood had said that. And, you know, that just. 
that again makes me be like, you know, what was, you know, I guess he was just expecting him to call everyone back. And I, I like, and he's he like, hey, walk, my police going to walk out into the middle of the city and stop. <laughs> and, you know, like everyone obeys him. Maybe or even wear what? his mask while he does it. I mean, I understand he's a sociopath, obviously. Yes. You know, yes. otherwise he wouldn't be doing all this. Oh, yeah. But, you know, like, I don't know. Like, his death was also unexpected, but I also really enjoyed the fact that we built some, some, um, I guess empathy with his character because of the story about his father. And we didn't do a big flashback sequence. We didn't really demonstrate that at all, but he said, this is how I saw this, this face is how I saw my father in my nightmares. Yeah. And so like for him to don the mat, it just gives him a level of backstory with all of two lines yeah. that just, it really, uh, I guess just builds that character in two lines. And so that was just a genius placement on that. It as was well. good. You know, I, li- I liked that. I honestly kind of, Wish we had had that earlier. You know, we kind of explored that whenever Laurel found his mother, right? Yes, we explored and, the fact that his father was a crazy person as right. well. So and so, but I and that kind of made him, um, you know, a little more understandable. Then, um, yeah, I kind of wish that we'd gone down that, that route where explained the then. mask. Yeah, right. Yeah, explain the explain the reason for the mask, and then like because you think back about all the times he's worn it, it makes so much right. more sense now. Right. Um. Very much. You know. You think about it. It's, it looks a lot like Scarecrow's mask. Yeah. And the it, that makes sense knowing the backstory. Right. You know, like and even and even to the point of you know you look at Batman who something that scared him as a child he yeah. donned the uh, donned the yeah you know, it was the, very Batman esque yeah it's a very Batman but it's on the flip side of the Batman story where it's like this guy's you know obviously evil. Well, right. Well, like, you know, um, okay. So the difference there is, you know, Batman is more of a reluctant hero. Yes. Whereas blood was trying to be a manufactured hero. Yes. That's good. That's good. I like it. Anyway, I just, I love that moment that took all of two lines to get, build all of this backstory with him, build all of this authenticity of character right before we killed him. Yeah. Boom. Um, was there anything I, I, I I'm oh, going to talk about Argus. Oh gosh. Second. Argus. Yes. We've got to okay. go back to this. Can I complain? And then we talk about it. Yeah. Okay. the last time we saw Argus, we saw the same situation in which she's going to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. We already know about her fondness for drones and killing people. And, you know, in a world as realistic as arrow and which, which this exists, you know, like can exist in our world. Mm -hmm. There is, I don't care what government organization you are. You can't drone strike. A building was what they were doing last With 500, time. 500,000 people. Drone strike an entire city and wipe them out without major repercussions. The rest of the United States would throw the overthrow the government. Like it can't happen. So the only thing the only way that this would work and let me just posit this to you and this is the way it would work in a comic book scenario. So that's a qualifier. So the way it would work in a comic book scenario is that she would do it and then cover it up saying that Slade blew up the city. Oh, it was a terrorist attack. They blew up the city. They were holding it for ransom. That's why we didn't go in and send our troops in. He blew up the city. It's his fault. I'm okay with that, that explanation if they set it up ahead of time and, okay. and, and somebody says something like, don't you think this is a bad idea or don't you think, you know, we'll get in trouble for this or something like that? And she explains right. it like 
and that is another three second, you know, conversation. Yeah. That they could, you know, cover all that up with. But like, she they, also hasn't had very much screen time. So it's like to get, yeah, I, I, it would have been nice to see a little bit more of her like thought process here, even because didn't we go visit her last episode and that's how she found out about all of this stuff? We did. And so like, even after that, if they left and she was like, get the drones ready and yeah. they're like, you're going to drone strike a, a city. And she goes, Slade's going to drone strike a city. Yeah. Exactly. Boom. Done. And that and that would be amazing. And I honestly like that idea a lot. Yeah. So if they don't do that, I'll just pretend that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's in the cut scenes. It's in the it's in it ended up on the cutting board, you know, the floor of the the, the cutting room. The problem with with this is the fact that I think that you know they're they're trying to make her character more of a good guy than she actually is. Oh, dude, she's a terrible person. She's yeah, she's a terrible person. But like you know, I think of. You know, in the larger DC universe, not yes. just in the Arrow universe, like she's more like a Maxwell Lord type oh, character. Oh gosh, she's if you don't just know a, who that is. You should go look it up. Yeah, killed Wonder Woman. Yes, and also she she's like a Lex Luthor uh, in that instance, but she's a Lex Luthor that's sanctioned by the government. Right. Um, in that she is willing to do whatever it takes, doesn't care what the repercussions are, and she's very maniacal. Where she she's she's essentially the same as Slade. Where right. other than other than being bent on revenge, she's bent on power and right. bent on maintaining control, and that makes sense, you know. But the problem, the thing is, because she works for the government, she has to operate within right the checks and balances. And we that haven't are there. built her character nearly enough no. uh, to understand why this is okay. I don't necessarily understand. I, like I, I can understand, you know, like okay, if this per- if this is her mindset, we've already established that that this is the way she deals with problems. Is she just correct? You know, you know, just blanket. Wipes out anything that could even remotely give her a problem. Yeah, and even even at the expense of assets, but like I, as in people. I guess my frustration enters in whenever it's like, okay, this is operating with you know, this is sanctioned by the yes. government. That false, like probably that never not. be, yeah, no, never be done. Definitely not. But then again, you know, she might operate, and depending on this world, and I, w- I hope we see more of like what does what is the nation, not just the city, not just right. think start, of all this. You know, what is what does the nation look like in the Arrow universe? Right. I mean, this is, you know, two years, and they've had cr- terrible things happen to them. Oh, man. The same city. Yeah, the same it's city. Like, is, is stuff like this going on in other cities? Well, I guess we'll find out whenever we get to The Flash. Yeah, maybe stuff's like happening in Central City all the time. Gosh. Um, I mean, it's got to if they need The Flash. And, and that's always, you know, like, you always wonder, like, why are people attracted to Metropolis? You know, like, right. and stuff. And some of that's because, like, Superman Superman's there. there. So yeah. you're going to go mess with Metropolis because you want to mess with Superman. Hey, dude, I just got superpowers and I'm an evil guy. Where, Where am I going to go? go? Where do I go to pick a fight? Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, yeah, that's uh, man. That's there's so much that's gonna happen next week, and I don't know how any of it's gonna play out. It's like we're we're our characters are less at risk. They're more poised for attack. Well, we at are, this point we saw in the previews like it was cool, like just basically Team Arrow walking down the street and going yeah. fighting a bunch of guys and, and a lot awesome. of action. That's all we saw in the in the thing. It was just a bunch of hitting people. And I'm cool <laughs> with that. Yeah, like uh, and you know I guess they're gonna try to cure everybody by sticking them all with needles, finding every guy and like whoosh, whoosh, yeah. Whoosh. Well, as long as <laughs> I like I like the sound. <laughs> Just gonna stab a guy here and stab a guy there. Yeah. Stab a guy again there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I just you know I don't know how Roy's gonna react to this thing. It's like is he gonna be crazy? Is he gonna not have super preview? strength? I don't. I, I don't know. Was he was he marching in the preview? I thought I we saw him. I, I didn't. I don't know. I that flashed by so Ooh. fast and I was still had my what jaw agape like, from the episode. What so. if it's like, honey, I shrink the kids and he shrinks down to a small person? 
What if it's like, honey, I blew up the kid and, Holy and it's crap, like, there's he's a giant gigantic. Roy? Well, don't stick any of the rest of them with it. Got a bunch of giants to deal with. <laughs> oh, that'd be bad news, dude. Bad news. Or it's like the Pinky in the Brain episode where you stab the earth and it blows up too. So that way, it just in, by comparison, everything is. <laughs> right, yes, yeah. Then <laughs> it doesn't although, work. Although twice. our sun would be tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Where did we go in this conversation? <laughs> Things went wrong. Okay. If the earth were giant, would it have to be closer to the sun to heat up the entire atmosphere? <laughs> yes. Because there's more atmosphere? Because, and also, like, it would make the opposite, because it would take so much longer for the earth to, like, actually, you know, get around. No, it just, just so, spins at the same rate. Well, it would have to go faster, because it's it like... It would have to go faster. Yeah. Okay. Man. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. This is, this is, this is too much science. A lot of problems this happens. We need Bill Nye. That's who we need yes. to come in and just tell us what's going on. Yeah. All right. Hoods up or hoods down? How does the universe work? <laughs> the Isn't that hoods- what they're trying to tell us with Cosmos? That that whole series on Discovery? Yes. I don't know. I haven't been it's watching. True. <laughs> hoods up. For I sure. say hoods up for sure. <laughs> like we did five hoods up last week. Is this more hoods? I say it's more hoods. We did five hoods you, up. I think you did, or maybe you did three. I- I don't know. You, you did multiple hoods up, and so I just wanted to see if was it better or worse than last week. Um, way better than last oh, week. Better. I don't think I gave last week two hoods up. You may not have. I think that was the week before whenever Moira died. Yes, that was what it was. I gave two that hoods up. Like, okay, so uh, I give this one and a half hoods up. Then <laughs> one and a half. We need to ha- We're holding like, back this see, other see hood. What, what's crazy is we started the scale as just a yes or no vote. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, and now it, it's escalated into a it's rating like a thumbs system. up or thumbs down. But it's like now it's like, it's like how, five and a half stars. How far is your thumb up? Can it go? In any higher than an up? You yeah. Know? Is, is, is it armpit in the air? You up, <laughs> just do yeah. Or is it just a? Yeah. <laughs> and mine's like a meh. Yeah. Yeah. We will develop a more scientific method of rating these <laughs> for next week for the season finale. Yes. <laughs> just, we're gonna we're gonna take ten minutes and lay out to you our rubric <laughs> for we rating will not these do things that. on the last episode. Don't of expect season. that next week. All right. Quotes. Quotes. We have at the very beginning of the episode, there was, you killed me. Now let me return the favor from Isabel Rochef to, uh, to Diggle. That was a good moment. It was good. <laughs> Plus, but I wanted to see them throw down for longer before she got run over. I just, I just like Diggle. I, I did like that though. Cause she <laughs> dissed Felicity. Felicity, Felicity didn't even know. And then right she before. ran her over. Oh gosh. Felicity. It's I love, pretty awesome. love, love Felicity. Uh, then we've got right after that. She goes, man, I really thought the airbags were going to go off. Yeah. <laughs> I also love because she's playing the audience at that point and saying exactly what everyone else is thinking. Like, wouldn't the airbags have gone off? Yep. <laughs> anyway, which honestly, like I've thought that numerous, like if I've hit a deer before in a car and the airbags don't go off and you're like, why didn't they go off? And you're like, in what situation do these airbags go <laughs> yeah. off? What does uh, it take? What does it take? I hit that at 60 miles an hour. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> at that point, I think you've malfunctioned in airbags. So maybe. <laughs> There's, let's take this city together. That was a good line. I liked that one. Who said one. that? Uh, it was, uh, who was it? I don't even remember. Somebody saying something to, to uh, Oliver. Anyway. Hmm. I know. I just typed it down because I heard somebody <laughs> this, saying it was cool. Sound suspect. <laughs> what if that isn't in the episode at all? Somebody fact-checked John and it's not in there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 
Oh man. And then there's uh, there's Detective Lance whenever he said, "There's only one more guy to call." Like they list off all these guys. Like it's like, nope, he's taken out. Not he's dead. And he's like, "There's only one more person to call," but you're not gonna like it. Like, dang it, you're right. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> and then uh, then he also re- went on to say, "We've got masks tearing up our city. It's gonna take masks to stop them." I, I like that. that moment. Yeah, it was cool. And I think that's where you're talking. Like, you're we might see in season three a little bit more of interaction and yeah. like support from the police yeah, force, which would be amazing. That'd be so let's good, put, dude. Let's put uh, Lance in charge of the entire oh, police dude, force. That'd be great. That'd be so cool. The other one cool. is dead. Oh, yeah, of course. He'd rise to power. I mean, it's like, I feel like he he very well could. Then there was the, uh, the you've got, you're out of arrows, and, or uh, he, the guy goes, you're out of arrows, and Malcolm goes, you're not. And he, you know, that, well, I already mentioned that one, so yeah. it's kind of lost a little bit of its flair. Yes. Um, and then there was, where was it? Felicity, she says... Oh, she says, if you guys die, I'm going to be pissed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good moment. And then the, the quote, end all quotes, I have failed this city. All right. That's it for this episode of Arrow on Target. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. That's John Wright 777 and Chris Wright 250. I will put the, uh, the interview I read with Malcolm Merlin and referenced and the yes. Stephen Amell AMA. I'll link that at stayontargetpodcast.com in this article. Yes, and uh, that's stayontargetpodcast.com. We also have a, uh, a mainline podcast uh, that comes out every Friday. And this Stay on one, Target. Yeah, it's on Stay on Target. And uh, then this one actually comes out every Thursday morning or live on Friday night just after the show starts. Is make sure- Friday? Not Friday. I'm sure sorry. This is not this Wednesday? Is, I'm losing. I'm, I'm went, wanting it to be. This show goes on YouTube on thinking. Wednesday. And then we'll be on the podcast uh, via iTunes tomorrow. And directly after this episode, Chris is going to teach me my days of the week. Yes. <laughs> How'd I count to 10? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's 10 days in each week? There are. This is news to me, Wait, Chris. No, there are not what? 10 days. You're taking everything I say out of context. <laughs> all right. That's all for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow, Arrow on, on Target. Target.